For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. When you learn to work the word of God against the wiles of the devil, you have just learned the wielder's way. Well, hello and praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome again to another episode of The Wilder's Way. I'm Minister Alcida Perrier, and you know what I'm getting ready to say. I desire with this podcast to put your mind at ease, the three E's to edify, exhort, and encourage you during times of trouble. And God knows we live in a wicked fallen and troubled world. Amen. And I really want this podcast to be a source of encouragement and comfort for you because there's so much going on. There's still war and there's going to be rumors of war. And, um, You have the things that you face in your own life personally, in your marriage and with your children, your finances, the struggles and battles that you might face in the workplace. And you just want to simply, for those of us who are believers in Jesus Christ, simply want to live a good, blessed life, you know, and we all want peace and we want joy. And I just want to let you know that you can have it. God desires for us even in the midst of all of this, to live an abundant life and that we trust him with all of our heart and lean not to our own understanding and just know that no matter what goes on, he is not shaken or stirred from his position and we shouldn't be either. Amen. Which brings me to the title of today's message, which is, Who is your arm, O bearer? Now, when I was in ministers in training, um, we learned about armor bearers. These were the people that usually served uh, their pastors, their leaders at the time. And usually armor bearer consisted of maybe carrying Bibles, maybe setting up podiums um, and making sure that everything is in place before the woman and man of God began to preach or teach or whatever the situation um that they were in where they needed your assistance, you know, to take some of the load and the pressure off of them. Now, I have to be honest with you. I am no stranger to serving. However, I have seen times where um, that whole um, name of armor barrel has been abused by people in leadership and where they're basically treated like slaves And I cannot help but think about the fact that Jesus Christ, who is the son of the living God, when he was here and walked the earth, washed the feet of his disciples, all 12 men, including his traitor, by the way. And you know, these were grown man feet. So y'all know some of y'all don't really, some of y'all don't have the pedicure anointing. (laughs) And you know, and gentlemen, you usually may not, um, take care of your feet on the level that we do as women. Like we make sure, especially in the summertime when we busting out those sandals that we get our feet done. But here Jesus humbled himself being meek and mild mannered and loving in nature, washed the feet of his disciples. So um, there has been instances where I've seen 
abuse, straight up abuse. But today, I don't want to talk about armor bearer, bearer from that perspective, but arm o bearer from the perspective of a story in the word of God that can be found in the book of Exodus chapter 17. I'm going to read verses 9 all the way up to 13. And this is basically a situation where Moses really experienced arm o bearers. Here we go with the scripture. And this is, um, let me just set this up for you. This is a time where uh, Moses lets Joshua know about Amalek, who um, is their arch enemy, and they have to go into battle. And Moses says, grab you some men and go and fight Amalek, also known as the Amalekites, that whole crew. And he said, I will go up tomorrow, tomorrow and stand on a hill. And uh, basically, let me just go ahead and read the scripture. Here we go. And Moses said to Joshua, choose us some men and go out, fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron and her, that's spelled H-U-R, went up to the top of the hill. And so it was when Moses held up his hand, the Israel prevailed. The Israelites basically were winning uh, when Moses' hands were raised. Amen. And when he let them down, when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. So the battle being won was contingent upon Moses' ability to hold his hands up. But Moses' hands became heavy. So they took a stone, they, meaning Aaron and her, took a stone and put it under him. So he sat on it and Aaron and her supported his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. So Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of his sword. Here we literally see arm o bearers that would be Aaron and her and my question to you and the title of this podcast is who is your arm o bearer who do you have when you go into the battles of life holding you up you know we were never created to work or be uh independent meaning doing our own thing being on our own and definitely was not meant to be separated from God. And even more importantly, not separated from each other. We were created for fellowship and connection. And it's imperative that you have that, be it a family member, a friend, a coworker, someone from church, whoever you have to have, somebody that supports you along the lines of Aaron and her, when you get in the battles of life, some of you might be under the sound of my voice battling cancer or another infirmity in your body. Um, and you're doing all you can to stand and stay in faith and encourage. Um, but you're getting weary. Some of you are battling to save your marriage and you're doing all you can to save it. You know, I, I want to present to you that this is the deal. I find it interesting that 
Moses and God didn't have a conversation like they usually would do. Um, because you know that Moses would go up to Mount Sinai and get instructions from the Lord, um, on what to do. But Moses already knew what to do. He raised up his rod. Not only was this rod activated by the power of God, it was backed actually by Moses's faith. So what happens when you're in these battles and these situations that are really intense in life and you do everything that you know to do? Like our rod would be prayer, fasting, reading your word, um, sitting in silence, waiting on God to hear some sort of instruction or blueprint or plan on what to do next. What happens when you've already done everything that you know how to do? And this is why you need an Aaron and a her in your life, an arm bearer, because this is the deal. The Bible says that Moses knew what to do basically by what we heard when I read the scripture. And so he knew that they would win with his hands up. But imagine he's got his arms up. First of all, Moses is quite old. He's got his arms up. He's got a rod in his hand. And so he has the weight of his arms and his staff. And so could you imagine had Aaron and her not been there, Joshua would have lost the battle and they would have had unnecessary casualties of war. And get this, he had to hold his arms up until the sun went down. All right. So we know that Joshua was already fighting a day before. This is the following day. And so Moses, from the time he got up, had to hold his arms up until the sun went down. Again, I ask you, who is your Aaron and who is your her? Because this is the deal. No matter how strong you think you are, no matter how many degrees you have and the money that's in your bank account, you are going to face a battle and you're going to need help. You are going to need arm bearers. Now, obviously, when we apply this particular scripture to today, we don't need to literally have people hold us up or hold our arms up. And then again, sometimes for those of you who has lost people that they have loved, sometimes you feel like you're on the verge of literally collapsing. And, and really, sometimes literally you do need somebody to grab up under one arm and up under the other just long enough to get you to a place where you could sit down or even lay down. So sometimes this can be literally, but I want to speak to you from the perspective of figuratively and, and, and going back to being immersed in some tough, intense battles in your life. Who do you have? Because watch this, sometimes um, who you think you have is not who you have. And to be honest with you, you really don't know until you get into the heat of the battle. Amen. And so um, uh, for me, I find more often than not, it's people outside of my family. You usually would think that your family would be your first go-tos, but sometimes that's not the case. Just because they share genes with you don't mean that they're necessarily equipped to be an Aaron and a her. But this is the beautiful thing about it all, people. And this is the where I want you to find encouragement. First of all, God understands that we're going to go through things. He told us you will have trial and tribulation. But the beautiful thing is that he makes sure that you have who you need. And the challenge is for us to make sure that we ask the Lord who they are. 
Because just like God wants to send somebody, the enemy wants to send somebody. Amen. And so, but when God sends somebody, you know that they're going to be the right support system because it's going to be God supporting you through them. Amen. So they know exactly what to do, what to say, when to be silent and just provide you with the shoulder to cry on. I really hope and pray that you have an Aaron and a her. I remember it was a gentleman, a pastor, um, forgive me for not recalling his name right now, but I remember looking on his Facebook page and he put something like, you don't need a whole bunch of people. You just need the right people. And that's so true because you will find that your pool of people that can support you is very few. You are lucky if you have two, like Moses had, but you must have somebody, especially now with everything going on, there's people that are on the verge of losing their minds. And this is not the will of God. So I want to challenge you today to reach out to your Aaron and your her and let them know, I love you. Thank you for being there. You know, I actually don't want anything this time. I just want to tell you how much I love you and how much I am grateful for you that you always manage to put aside what you're going through and what you're dealing with to be there for me. Why don't you do something like get them a gift or take them out to dinner? Because let me tell you, the people that encourage you, or if it's you, that's the Aaron or the her, you need encouragement too. Can I present to you? I can even prove it to you in this scripture. So we hear that Aaron and her had to hold Moses's arms up until the sun went down. So from the time Moses got up to the time that the sun went down, y'all, a, a, a full day, Aaron and her had to hold this man's arms up. But my question to you is who is holding Aaron and her? Sometimes the people that support you need our support too. Never forget that. That's why I'm saying Think about who have been the people that have been day ones or have been consistent in every down season, as well as every season of that was up that had been there for me. Why don't you give them a call and just say, hey, I don't want anything. I just want to tell you I love you and thank you for holding me up. When I did everything I knew how to do to stand, you were there for me. God bless the arm o bearers. Hallelujah. I pray that this was an encouragement. And for those of you who do not know for sure who your Aaron or her is, or you don't have one, you know you don't, ask the Lord to send you someone. He is good. He is kind. He is faithful. And he said in his word that he'll supply all of your needs. And that would include arm o bearers too. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I pray that this was encouraging for you. I pray that you really got to thinking about how you treat those that encourage and support you authentically. Amen. And um, I pray that it gave you a little extra push and uh, increased your gratefulness uh, meter towards the people that God has placed in your life to be there in your time of trouble. Amen. And so I'm going to get ready to wrap up this episode. It doesn't have to be long to be strong, as I usually say. 
Um, also, I want to always remind you um, that I have a book called Understanding the Hell That You Go Through, available on Amazon. Uh, obviously, if you're listening to this, you're already aware of my podcast on Facebook. I have a page called Life Blessings, B L E S S O N S, as another means of support. You've got to, got to, got to have some encouragement from somewhere. Amen. And once again, I just thank you. I honor you. I love you. I I just think that you guys are phenomenal and I appreciate your support. I pray that you rate this podcast, that you like and share it. Share it with those that you love. Share it um, with people that you feel need encouragement. Um, you know, the more the merrier, because God knows we need it in times like these. But it is my desire that you learn God and for yourself. Learn the word of God. Learn how to work the word for yourself. Because you know what I'm about to say. When you learn to work the word against the wiles of the devil, you have just learned the wilder's way. God bless you. Until next time. Bye-bye.